My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. I was thinking about Alma the Younger the other day. Really interesting story. Hopefully you know it. Anyway, it reminded me of a day in high school that is imprinted on my memory. I even remember how my teacher had the desks set up and where I was sitting in the classroom. In my American literature class, we read a story that sparked a conversation about whether people could change or not. Now you have to understand that this was advanced English. So it's a whole bunch of smart kids who think they know everything and usually aren't afraid to share it. So discussions weren't just the teacher and one kid going back and forth. Lots of kids would contribute their ideas. And this discussion about whether people can change or not was like this. Lots of input from lots of people. When my teacher asked the question, can people change? I kind of scoffed under my breath. I was like, duh, of course they can. Apparently, as I found out that day, not everyone believes that. There were so many kids in my class that said, nope, I can't. You are what you are and that's it. And I didn't know what to say. I wasn't eloquent enough to be able to respond to something like that before that day. I didn't even think this was a question. I had never even considered the possibility that people can't change. And I think the fact that I grew up on the story of Alma the Younger is a big part of that. So we first meet Alma the Younger in the book of Mosiah. He was the son of the prophet Alma, who was the guy that had been one of the wicked priests of King Noah but stood up to him after he heard Abinadi preach. Now to understand where I'm going with this, it will help to review who wrote which parts of the Book of Mormon. There's basically three sections. There's the small plates of Nephi, there's the part that Mormon wrote and abridged, and there's the part that Moroni wrote and abridged. The small plates of Nephi were written largely by Nephi and Jacob, with a few more men writing a bit afterward, Mormon wrote the part from Words of Mormon all the way through Mormon chapter 7. Then his son Moroni takes over in Mormon chapter 8, and he abridges the history of the Jaredites, adds a few things from his father, and bears powerful testimony. So, when we first meet Alma in Mosiah chapter 27, it is Mormon who is writing and abridging the plates. He's abridging the whole history of the Nephites. Mormon saw the end of the Nephites. He writes of absolutely horrible things that his people were doing during his lifetime. He saw terrible things. And he writes and describes Alma the Younger as a wicked and idolatrous man. And he describes the sons of Mosiah who Alma hung out with, as the very vilest of sinners. So you know that if Mormon is saying these guys are bad, then they must have been bad. But of course we know that they don't stay this way. An angel appears to them as they are going around trying to destroy the church, and it's after that, and Alma feeling the weight of his sins, that he chooses to repent to change. And he never looks back. 
I get the feeling that Alma the Younger was kind of an all-or-nothing guy. He was either seeking to destroy the church, not just, I don't believe it, I don't really care. I mean, he was actively seeking to destroy the church, or he was preaching the gospel, first as a missionary, and then as the prophet. I don't get the feeling that he was a fence-sitter in any way. If you believe in the story of Alma... How can you not believe that people can change? I think a trap of Satan that we can fall into is thinking that people like Alma can change, but we can't. But why not? Don't overcomplicate it. Pick a side. And if you choose the wrong side, then pick the other side. You don't have to be perfect to choose to be on the Savior's side. Yes, we do things wrong. Yes, there are things we don't know, things we don't understand, lots of things. Our lives are not totally in tune with Christ in ways that we don't even know yet. But by choosing his side now, you choose how you will handle it when correction or even sometimes chastening comes. It takes humility to continue to be better even after we think we already are better. So be like Alma. Be all in. Get off the fence. Change. Keep changing for the better. There's another man similar to Alma in the New Testament. He also went about trying to destroy the church of God. He also saw an angel while traveling on a road. And that was Saul, who was later known as Paul the Apostle. Nearing the end of his life, Paul wrote to Timothy, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I think that Paul could say this with certainty about himself because he knew that he had chosen the Lord's side, no matter what. He had decided that whatever would come, he was going to follow Christ. Was Paul perfect? Nope. Was Alma perfect? No, he wasn't. But they knew who they had chosen. And they had worked to change their whole lives to become more like him. I am so grateful for Jesus Christ, who is the reason we can change. He promised, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. People can change, and I am so grateful for that. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey. 